you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by NFL All Day. We are live in New York City. It's Monday, August 15th. My name is Jamie Erdahl, alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and a Super Bowl champion, yes. birthday boy, Jason oh, yeah. the weekend. It's over. It's over now. It's over. So, yes. Do you feel like a seasoned vet now? I feel a lot older now. You do? Yeah. I'm sure. Friday till today. All right, it's time for the lead block. Lead block. Uh, let's break out the coach's tape. That's the only way to watch preseason. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings Raiders. So much Raiders in this preseason. Remember, saw in the Hall of Fame game. Again, Devontae on the sideline, Chandler Jones on the sideline. 26 to 20. Kellen Mond came on mm-hmm. for the Vikings. Looked pretty sharp. No Kirk Cousins, of course, but Raiders won 26 20. Jess, what do you got? Yeah, there was another game played, too. There was a lot of other games. But the Jets and the Eagles, Zach Wilson here, going to scramble, be able to get out of the pocket, try to make a move, and comes up a little gimpy right here, injured on the play. Never like to see. Hopefully, we know he'll be all right and he'll bounce back. But the Jets were able to outlast the Eagles in the first preseason game. Zach Wilson came up injured. Jalen Hurts looked good in his first preseason action. Ooh, so that game was Friday night. We have heard, obviously, that Zach Wilson is now out in Los Angeles preparing for a knee surgery, and head coach Robert Sala gave us an update about that yesterday. Based on all the information that's been presented to us, feel good, but again, you, as I'm learning, you never know. They'll know more once they get in there. We're optimistic, but he's not out of the woods until they get in there and, and make the decision. Is the surgery scheduled for that? I think Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. 
That sequence of events to mm -hmm. make two cuts, non-contact, he starts to go down, then he lowers his shoulders and his helmet. It was not what Terrible. you want to see yeah. out of your franchise quarterback in the preseason week one. Peter, what was your reaction to Zach Wilson's Yeah, it's, it's mine. It's the Jets' reaction. It's just terrible timing for this. Yeah. Uh, like they, He actually needed this load yeah. of uh, – that's why he's on the field. They actually need Zach Wilson to be playing with these new teammates and get repetitions and to not go out of bounds. I know a lot of Jets fans are questioning that. What are we trying to do in the preseason? It's a freak injury. It happens. He'll be going to Dr. Neil Elitrosh, who's the top orthopedic surgeon in the country. He did Tom Brady's shoulder. He's done all sorts of things. He'll be out there in Los Angeles getting that. It's actually ironic. Mekhi Becton's also at the same surgeon getting <laughs> He's morbid. the work done. It is a dark time. And you look at this injury over and over again as we show this on a Monday morning. Like it, Jets fans can say, why us? Why us? But I'm not so sure this is as doom and gloom as it was on Friday. I feel like that there is hope mm -hmm. that this was just a PCL or a ligament and it's not the ACL and that there's a chance that Zach Wilson returns sooner rather than later. So we absolutely hate to see this, and we're going to find out more about his timeline. Peter's going to be all over it. But what's the answer here? What mm -hmm. do the Jets consider? And is the answer Jimmy Garoppolo at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Peter, go ahead. Jump in there. Come on. I know it's easy to connect the dots. You yeah. see Sala, who was Jimmy's defensive coordinator. You see Mike LaFleur, who was one of Jimmy's offensive coaches. And if you read Peter King's article this morning, Jimmy is not even in the quarterback's room right now in San Francisco. Like, mm -hmm. he doesn't even, they said he's not even interacting with Brian Greasy, the quarterback's coach. He doesn't have a playbook. He's completely separate from the team. He's just kind of showing up, kind of throwing the ball himself, and then, you know, going home. Uh, it makes a lot of sense, except for the financials. And the fact, Jets really like Joe Flacco. I know Jets fans don't want to hear that. They, they don't. We don't either. They don't. And I know you don't I either. Do. Don't I'll either. hear it. I'll uh, hear it. Do you want to hear it, Jeremy? I'll hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> Financially, it's just such a burden Huge. to take on. Jimmy's going to make $23 more million. The cap hit, it just doesn't make sense. Especially if you have any expectation that Zach Wilson's coming back. Flacco was Wilson's big brother in that room. Flacco is the guy that has taken him through these past 16 months as the guy to be the veteran. Like To throw Jimmy in the mix to maybe get a few wins in September without necessarily having anything. I, it just seems like too much, too soon, with too much money involved. Now, if the Niners were to cut Jimmy Garoppolo mm -hmm. and he's at that base salary of whatever it is, then maybe you consider it. But right now, to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think it sounds very logical. And if you listen to Robert Sala uh, just a week ago, here he was talking about Joe Flacco, pre-injury mm -hmm. from Zach Wilson. He, he should be, in my opinion, he could start in this league. I, I, I believe that. He's um, Sometimes this league has a tendency to pigeonhole people or put labels on people, and then their their opportunities kind of get limited. But Joe, Joe Flacco is a starting quarterback in this league. He's, he's really, really talented. I'll add that the center, Connor McGovern, was with Flacco in Denver, and then you also have Rob Calabrese, who's the quarterback, which he was with him in Denver. Like, mm. Flacco makes sense right now, yeah. as much as it's – Pretty to connect the dots, but I could be wrong. You know who the Jets open with, too? Yeah, Ravens. the Ravens. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Flacco. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't think Flacco's the answer. With all due respect, great pro and everything, but like we as a, as a league and a show and as a society, so badly want to find Jimmy Garoppolo a home. Like we, we're bending over backwards. This little orphan Jimmy here. Like I, I, I don't think this is the answer either. But that's good because from everything I'm hearing about Zach Wilson is that it's not severe. The way these things always happen is you're watching the preseason. He goes down and all the PhDs on Twitter's. Oh, he's out for the year. He's done. You draft somebody next year. Like all the surgeons just weigh in and then come to find out. Oh, no, maybe, shoot, maybe he's there for the opener. Maybe it's week two. If it was the whole season, then we got a different conversation. Mm -hmm. Then if you want to bring Jimmy in and Jimmy and all he's done and all his talent, fine. But no, I don't think so at all. I, I just think this is like the unbelievable buzzkill for Jets fans and for football fans, for all of us. I hate this. 
Is anybody at all taking a bite on the apple about what was he doing out there? Like, Peter just kind of threw it away. Like A lot of Jet fans are. Yeah, I, I don't love it. I know they have a couple joint practices coming up, and, like, there's people who are draconian about this. Like, you know, like, McVay has said, like, as long as I am the coach, Matt Stafford will never play a preseason snap. I don't like it at all, especially with all the joint practices, but um, the Garoppolo thing, we'll find a home for him soon enough. I know yes. that's a big initiative for mm-hmm. everybody in the world right now, <laughs> but I don't think it's with the Jets. What do you think, Jay? And that's, that's the question when it comes to the preseason. Like, is it worth it? And I think, for him, you hate to see because the buzz all offseason about how well he's looked, how he's answered the different media things that have come up. He just looked like he was hitting full swing. And like you just said, the joint practices, those are valuable, valuable reps because in the games, you don't see much from the opposing defense. Those practices, they're blitzing, they're throwing everything at mm-hmm. you to kind of see. Should he have been out there? For a young player, it's tough to say, oh, no, we're just going to sit him the entire yeah. the entire preseason. Yeah. For a Matthew Stafford, yeah, what do I need to see from Stafford it's after he's been in the sure. league for 10 years? Do you blame years? the player? What is he doing? Instinct. Like, okay. it's easy to say, all right, when I get in a preseason game, I'm going to take it easy. But we always say, hey, Got when it. you're out there, a game's a game. Yeah. When you're playing that way, you're more liable to get hurt. It's just like you kind of start. It's just a freak accident. It's part of the game. And I think the best thing is, like you said, He'll be back. Mm-hmm. So let's not panic. You brought Joe Flacco here not only to be a mentor, a big brother to Zach Wilson, but in a pinch, in moments like this, a former Super Bowl MVP with the experience that he has, yeah. this is why we brought you here, mm-hmm. to continue to lead the guys. Those guys in the locker room are looking at Flacco, and they feel comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. He's been there the entire time, He's the last three seasons. So, totally. hey, let's go, Joe. Lace him up. Go back, let's get Baltimore. Mm -hmm, Show mm -hmm. them that you're still a player. Yeah, the length of the time of need, I think, is the key here. But there's this very trendy thing that's happening on TikTok right now where people claim that the best 30-minute workout is walking at three miles per hour at 12%. And that's essentially what Zach Wilson (laughs) has adopted, which really, really is awful for him. I hate this. Let's just add up the 12% here, okay? He's headed into his second year. There is no more clean slate for him as a rookie. There's already going to be the added pressure of a second-year critique. He's got the pressure of four first-round picks, sure. the loss of Mekhi Becton. The yeah. AFC East is getting better. This short-term yet extremely consequential injury, to me, that's a 12% incline that this mm-hmm. young man yeah. didn't need to be at. This was supposed to be a developmental team building. The Jets are on the up-and-up kind of season. And a situation like this for him, I just hate it. It's heartbreaking. The point of being developmental mm-hmm. is to be out there with the players, improving reps, preseason, week one, starting week one, hitting the ground running, if you will. But having Joe Flacco have to now take on the rest of the preseason, it's just awful for Zach Wilson. I absolutely hate it. It, it, Unfortunately, maybe it will be for the betterment of his get healthy fast, the 30-minute treadmill workout that he is on right now. But... If the like Kyle said, if the need was longer, I'd be more into Jimmy Garoppolo. But hopefully, mm-hmm. it really is two to four weeks, mm-hmm. and then Zach Wilson still is the guy. Do you play Joe Flacco in the preseason games moving forward? No, I'm still on the Mike White hive. I, I think no, <laughs> Flacco can't go down. The way I read it too, and again, we're not doctors here, but I read that once they get in there on the yes. surgery, they'll be able to tell. So we're all sitting here doing a victory dance because he's going to be back in a few weeks. The way I understood it was when they see it, actually it might not be a few weeks. So now the Jets fans are all in this waiting period of arthroscopic revelations about how long it's going to be. We don't know. Maybe it's two months. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just. It it's sucks, a, though. It could be the season suck. still. Yeah. It could be the yeah. season still. Uh, Niners, Packers, <laughs> Trey Lance starting out. Watch out. Here we go. 28 to 21. Niners win if you care. Uh, the talking point here was that Lance looked pretty good, and Jordan Love uh, had uh, objectively a really rough outing. Here's what his head coach Matt Lafleur had to say about the sort of quarterback in waiting's performance in the preseason with three picks. Go ahead. 
I know he's going to want a couple of the throws back and certainly some of the reads, but it's never perfect for a quarterback. But I thought, by and large, just watching the things like how the operation was, it was a smooth operation. I thought he got us in and out of the huddle extremely crisp and with urgency. I thought he made some off-schedule plays. He showed some nice athleticism on a couple of those runs as well. And so there was a lot of good, good things out there from Jordan. It's never perfect for a quarterback, but you kind of have the perfect quarterback right now. And the concern is that at some point, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be there. And who is the guy after Aaron Rodgers? So what is our level of concern for Jordan Love's performance? I'm not sure what we wanted. If he went out and threw five touchdown passes, <laughs> would we be celebrating today? It was still a preseason game against the Niners number threes. And a lot of the case, Love was out there with... Players that are not starters, players that are still learning the system, rookies, undrafted players. So I don't take anything from this game. I know that sounds mm. like I'm dismissing the importance of preseason, but I, I honestly, it does nothing for me. I only care about practices again and playing with actual players who are going to be on the field in the, in the heat of action. He's actually had more regular season snaps than preseason snaps, I think, at this point in his career. That's how little he's played. I thought he looked good in these two touchdown passes that he had. He had a couple that were nice. And then the interceptions are fluke things. But, like, I don't oh, take too much. Romeo Dubs had a touchdown. Let's go, baby. A touchdown. Let's like, go. I don't take too much out of this thing. I was curious to see how he'd play, but it, he didn't light it up. He certainly didn't make us say you have to cut him or he's not the guy. It, practice what matters. And I think Rodgers afterwards said the same. As long as he's mastering the system, like, we're feeling better. And I think he's a lot further along he is now than he was last year at this time. My level of concern is low. I mean, yes, he threw three interceptions. If all you look at is a stat sheet, you're like, wow. Two touchdowns with three interceptions. And then you turn the film on and you look at them. The first one bounces off somebody's hand straight up in the air. And the next one, Romeo Dobbs has the ball and the DB takes it from him. Yes, that last one, good play by the DB. He's forcing the ball in sure. there a little bit, trying to make a play. But two out of the three interceptions should have been caught by the receiver. So I'm not going to panic. He had a really nice touchdown pass after the three interceptions on a back shoulder throw, which was impressive. You want to see a guy rebound. No matter who your quarterback is, you're not going to go out there and make every single throw in a game. There's going to be some adversity. There's going to be some bad plays. And he responded with it. So for me, that was impressive. Back shoulder right here scores a touchdown late in the second quarter to go into the half. Like, that's what you want to see. A guy, especially a younger guy who hasn't played a lot, there's so many question marks about him. Is he the guy? Is he not the guy? He goes out there, throws three interceptions, and comes back and responds with a touchdown to end his day. You guys, what do you want it to be? Do you want it to mean something or do you not? Because if we want if we want to say Trey Lance, like, wow, look at what he showed us in preseason, then you have to say, Kyle, look at what he showed us in preseason. You can't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Like, mm. meaningful snaps in game action, regardless of who is in there, matters. Now, what we glean from this performance remains to be seen in terms of the trajectory of his career. But what I would love to stop doing is drawing this line. Aaron Rodgers, I'm essentially talking to you right now. Please do your backup quarterbacks and favors and stop presenting the timeline to us that you came in for Brett Favre because mm -hmm. now you're expecting your backup quarterback to do what you did when you came in for Brett Favre. Mm -hmm. Again, to review this timeline, this projection, if it tells us anything, and Aaron Rodgers said late last week that, well, when I came in for Brett, this is how it happened, X, Y, and Z. You're telling us that this young man, Jordan Love, is going to be starting for you next season. 
I know it's not accurate, but right. it's essentially you're making our brains go that way. You're ex- you're making us expect him to play this way in a preseason game. Inherently, he's going to let us down because he's not you. Mm. So I need everybody to treat Love as his own quarterback and let him grow into his own. Oh, I mm. just this this parallel between the two of them is really driving me crazy. I'm with you. I hate the parallel. And you yes. know what's funny? Rodgers used to hate the parallel too. Yeah. I think he's come along and he's trying to maybe support the guy. But, I mean, they are wildly different, up to and including any time we got glimpses of Rodgers before he was the starter. He didn't just look fine. He looked brilliant. Yes. Like, oh, that guy can play. Exactly. Uh, With due respect to some of the quarterbacks who are playing this weekend, the Jarrett Stidhams and the Trevor Simeon types, I don't think that's terribly compelling. But I actually do think the Jordan Love one is. Because, like, those interceptions we just showed, we're going to be showing them next spring on this network. We're going to be examining them. We're going to be running this highlight because, again, hashtag God willing, Jordan Love does not play a single snap this regular season. I hope he never sees the field, which means means this is what we got to go on. Yep. Say what his fault, not his fault. This is his game tape with which the Packers ostensibly could be deciding their entire future based on games like this because sure the practice stuff is matters of course, but when you put him out there how does he do in the big lights? We saw him against the Chiefs, not pretty. In the preseason, probably the only time we'll see him this year, not great. What do I always say? Does the guy look the part or not? Yep. Malik Willis looks the part. I liked it. He looked the part. Does Jordan Love look the part of, that's the guy, not yet. And I think it matters because we may never see him. Poof, a couple more weeks and then we see him in 10 months. That's it. I think it's a big deal. And we're going to touch on some rookie quarterbacks later in the show. And I think all of us picked guys that we thought looked the part. Sure. Yeah. And none of us picked Jordan Love. Coming up, the rookies balled out over the weekend. This performances were our favorite. Mm-hmm. It's next. Let's go. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You guys were talking about how you were watching your preseason games this weekend. Kyle, you were in L.A., right? How, yes, was, how did you ingest all your football this I'm weekend? I'm so glad you asked because I wanted to watch the New York area stuff, and I'm in L.A. How can I have watched the nice. How'd you do it? Wow. NFL Plus. Yes. I just pull it up. Plus. It right there. It's you simple, it. easy, loved it, saw it all, had a great weekend. Great to be back with you guys. And uh, Peter, give us some sweet, sweet Steelers Seahawks action. This was fun for Steelers fans. Kenny Pickett out there, same stadium. He played in college, of course. 20th overall pick. Uh, and we get there, Mitchell Trubisky, who's going to get the start for the Steelers. They're saying it's a it's a battle, but uh, Trubisky's expected to be the starter. Who's that, Jason? Is that Gunnar Oshetsky? Gunnar, the former Patriot, has found it. There's, you see Mason Rudolph, like a lot of quarterbacks here. Pickett would finish 13 of 15 for 95 yards and two tutties. Unbelievable debut as far as preseasons go. Geno Smith played well for the Seahawks as well. Steelers win 32 to 25. And it is all Kenny Pickett time mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. And it's a little bit time for George Pickens, too. 43 yards on three catches, and he gathered in a touchdown. As you saw, the excitement there for Pickett was due. So uh, that is preseason week one. And the potential for this offense, it looks dynamite. It does. It does. So, But are we overlooking it in terms of the potential? Because we've been talking a lot of Steelers, mm-hmm. but the offense in particular, have we overlooked it? I definitely have. Oh. I've been talking about the defense. We had Cam Hayward on. We talked about Watt. We talked about Mika Fitzpatrick. We talked about which Trubisky are we going to get. Mm-hmm. Is it Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph? Mm-hmm. And we haven't really focused on if this Steelers offense can actually be really good. Pickens looked to be the real deal. Not only the touchdown, caught one on the sideline, getting his feet right in, just made plays. Anthony McFarlane was fun to watch for me. I love I, McFarlane. Oh, obviously we know the Najee Harris show is what's going to be on the full screen, but as much as they want to run Najee Harris, he's going to need a break. And McFarlane was just the speed, his ability to get in, break tackles, being able to make something out of nothing. You see him cutting back. It was really enjoyable. So for me, I think I was kind of focused more on the Steelers. Oh, they're not going to be as bad as they kind of look. And maybe they can be a lot more than we think. We talked about Gunner's touchdown. The gun show had a few nice receptions in the game as well. So this Steelers offense, if the quarterbacks can play well, and Mitchell Trubisky looked well in his first game, first preseason action. He did look good. And Kenny Pickett, I mean, you saw the way the fans reacted. So those two guys, we may be able to get a lot more than I was thinking. I'll speak for myself. Okay. You guys have kind of been on the Mike Tomlin train. Mm-hmm. I was kind of doubting them, but the offense looked a lot better last night. Well, it's fair to doubt it. But, like, I'm wondering if... It's not addition by subtraction, but 
was Roethlisberger maybe holding them back from some of the things they can do? Yeah. Because these are both mobile quarterbacks in Pickett and Trubisky. They both can do things out of the pocket. And Roethlisberger didn't have George Pickens. Is it too soon <laughs> to, like... DK Metcalf, eight teams passed on DK Metcalf. And right out of the gate, as a rookie, DK Metcalf was spectacular. Mm -hmm. And it was like, how do you draft uh, Andy Isabella over DK Metcalf? And what, what are these scouts seeing? Eight different teams passed on Metcalf, and he has been as good as we thought he might be. Pickens goes so late in this draft for wide receivers. He's the second round pick, 54th overall. I'm wondering if this is going to be like the Brady Six, if we're going to be looking at this and being like, hey, you took Tyquan Thornton, the Patriots, over George Pickens, took a speedster out of Baylor. Hey, what are we doing taking Christian Watson out of North Dakota State when George Pickens was there? Because here's a guy who dominated at Georgia. He was awesome for the Bulldogs, and there was injury concerns. Some, some teams had, had character red flags on him, whatever it was. But you see the sheer talent and what you're hearing in training camp. This wasn't just like a one-game thing. Ten days into training camp, I said it on Thursday when I stood at that board, there's no player getting better and bigger buzz than mm. George Pickens. <laughs> so you lose Juju, but you've got Claypool. Of course, you've got Deontay Johnson. Now you add in this guy. Like, I don't know. Like, Did the, did the Steelers just get themselves a star at wide receiver and do so in the second round with the 54th pick? Uh, yeah, and how about a connection called Pickett to Pickens? Did they have two cool? stars? It sounds pretty nice, doesn't good. it? Allow me to overreact because someone has to do yeah. it. Mm. I, I like that Kenny Pickett. I have always said the Steelers don't shake. They're the bedrock for our yeah. franchise. They like you never bet against them. They're always winning. Yep. The one thing that can really mess up a bedrock franchise is the quarterback controversy, the uncertainty. And let's just bear this out. So Mitch got the job done last night. And yep. Mitch knows how to be a, a starting quarterback. We also know that Mitch is Mitch, and he is not going to turn into John Elway. He's, it's not going to happen. So if Pickett continues to wow and he continues to get the fans going and continues to look the part, what if the Steelers slump out of the gates? What if they come out to one and two? Listen, it's Bengals, Patriots, and then Browns on national television to start the season. Mitch is not playing well. They're one and two. They're 0 oh and two, and they're going to the national... Is there any is, is is that the the winds start to blow then for Kenny Pickett? Because Mitch Trubisky is not a guy who you're like, nope, 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 I'm not wanna hear it. Mitch is our guy. He's not. You have no history with him, you have no long-term commitment to him. He is a guy who's a pro who you brought in to be the starter, but boom. I don't think Mike Tomlin is afraid of anything. If should they stumble and they're not scoring and the defense is playing great, but they cannot win these games, watch out for a picket thing. That could be a thing quickly, very quickly. Do you remember when Trubisky was drafted second overall? Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon. Is this not the same thing Bizarre. all over again? Yeah, but what's different yeah. than that is that John Fox was the coach of the Bears that year and he was in his last year. This is, they have a Don as a head mm -hmm. coach who will do nothing that he, he's not in favor of, who will just not kowtow to media or anything. If Tomlin says, get him out, get him out. That was the problem with Trubisky yeah. back then is that John Fox, uh, I think if, if he comes out rough, like I think it's a quick hook. I do. This comes back to my newfound equation that I've adopted, which is a truly powerful team has that headline, paragraph-worthy, article-worthy, front-page-worthy unit, and then the other one has to hold their own. Hmm. Just be solid. You've been saying it. We've been talking about the Steelers' defense up and down, left and right. Rightfully so. Let's write every feature we possibly can about the Steelers' defense. They deserve it. But this offense, all you have to do is be solid, grow together, hold your own on your side of the ball, and this team could be really, really good. Listen, we've been painting the Steelers with carte blanche material because 
Mike Tomlin always makes the right decision. He is an excellent head coach for a reason. This quarterback situation on a lot of other teams, we would be throwing up red flags left and right. No doubt. But the fact that Tomlin, we know, will True. get them there eventually, I think they have some wiggle room here to find the right guy, whoever it is. But I think this team could be sneaky good. Sneaky mm-hmm. is not the word that should be ever applied to the Steelers. I take That's it back. fine, though. Bad, I think though. when That's the true. rubber meets the road, in a few weeks, everyone will pick their division winners and their wild card teams, including us. Who is actually going to say Pittsburgh's making the playoffs? They're not. I, I don't know if they are. Yeah. I, when you look and you see the Ravens and Cincinnati and whatever, I, the AFC is so good. How much respect do you have for Tomlin and what they got going that you're saying, even in this year's AFC, I'm still thinking they can make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many they're going to do it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think many. All right, those four rookie quarterbacks had the NFL's head on a swivel in week one of the preseason, but rookies weren't the only signal callers turning heads. Peter, which quarterback caught our eye? You know, Kellen Mond had a really interesting rookie season. I say interesting, but it could also be a, a potentially setback of a season his first year. Mike Zimmer was open about how he didn't think he was ready to get on the field. A Texas A&M rookie last year didn't see the field, and Sean Mannion was secured the second job, no problem. Sean, Sean Mannion was out there yesterday, and then Kellen Mond comes in mm-hmm. and played better than Sean Mannion. Mm-hmm. And Kellen Mond looked the part. Had some rough starts in this one, and then all of a sudden got settled in, and when they went up-tempo, was moving the path. I, I'm not done with, with Kellen Mond yet. Like I know it's year two, but like, I, I, the Zimmer era is, a, is done. It is the O'Connell era, and I think Kellen Mond, not going to start for Kirk Cousins, but we don't know how long Kirk Cousins is going to be there in Minnesota. This was an important game for Mond, and I think a lot of people need to see something from him, and I think he showed it yesterday. He went through a lot of personal growth when he was at Texas A&M. He, he, he was there a long time. Jimbo Fisher taught him a lot, but he is, is a young man that's taken a bit for him to mature, but he's really coming to his own, especially considering everything you have to handle as an NFL quarterback. Yeah, I'm going from a young guy to an old guy. Chase Daniel, mm. <laughs> 14. We talked about 40 million. They talk about the amount of money he's yep. made with touchdowns yep. and all that. Well, Chase Daniel went out there like a young guy. Two touchdowns. One was a 40-yard bomb. See the other one there? He scrambled for 20 yards. The old guy posted on Twitter uh, a video of his son watching him run out of the tunnel in tears. Oh. He was so excited to see his dad be out there in the football game in the NFL. And you know, Chase didn't play last year, so he's watching Justin Herbert. So now he's at the game, and his dad's out there. He's fired up. He was pissed that his dad couldn't hear him, but he hears you, man. He was able to see the video after. So Chase Daniel, old guy, still out there getting it done. Also providing that leadership on that team in the quarterback room for Justin Herbert. I want to see old guys win, so I'm rooting for Chase Daniel. Is he sad that his dad couldn't hear him, or is he, like, overwhelmed with emotion? Probably overwhelmed. It was all of it, all of it. You didn't know how to feel. Sam Howell of the Washington Commanders, sometimes when a rookie shows up, it is really (laughs) nice that they show up just like you want. This was the kind of plays that Sam Howell was making at UNC. Big old husky runner. Kind of like, I don't know, I don't want to insult him, but like a little bit of like a Tebow thing, except maybe faster. And we had him a million times leading up to the draft. Felt like he was on the show every week, even though it was only once. And uh, we would always show his angry runs. He'd stiff arm guys. Look at him. At the goal line, he's pushing people in. He's like, yeah, this is how you break into the segment about rookie quarterbacks. Right through the goal line. Touchdown, Sam Howell Commanders. I liked how he showed up. Who do you got, Jamie? Um, I, too, read the email as rookie quarterback. So I'm going to stay in the genre of rookie quarterbacks. And I'm going to go Desmond Ritter. Because I like the decision that he is forcing upon the Falcons as to who is going to be the guy down the stretch for the Falcons. One of the winningest quarterbacks in college football to come into the Falcons. He started off slow. There were bumps on the road on the way there, but he came up clutch when it mattered. Two touchdown passes, including this game on a 21-yarder on a fourth and nine with under two to play. And he showed off his four or five speed. He took off six times within this offense, good for 59 yards. 
honestly, if he keeps playing like this, and it kind of reminds me of the situation that's happening in Carolina right now, he could set, he could make, shrink the gap between starter and backup to force a decision maybe a little bit sooner than we ever thought. Last night was the debut of the NFL Top 100 Players of 2022, a list of the best players in the league chosen by the players. It's a really fun way to ramp up to the season. It gets you into the insights of the players that are in-game action. And um, what was revealed was players 100 through 51. So we wanted to chat quickly about who stood out the most to us on this first half of the list. Mm -hmm. Who'd you got? I mean, I played in seven games last year. I didn't make the list. No. no you're out. One-on-one. I, I got a memo. You were one-on-one. No, I was probably two-on-one. But I'm going with Cordero Patterson Unk, mm, who's a unk. friend of the show. And going into year 10, cracks the top 100. And boy, did he deserve it. We have Debo as the wide back. So is he kind of a running receiver? He did it all for Atlanta. He was split out at wide receiver. He was in the backfield. CP was all over the place for them. It was fun to watch. A guy who's been one hell of a returner throughout his entire career gets to Atlanta. Arthur Smith figures out how to incorporate him in the offense, and he made plays all over the field. So for me, it was exciting to see a guy in year 10 crack the top 100 and have the best career, best season of his career. So I don't know if there's a grand database of like top 100, but I wonder if he is the most years into a career to have the first time yeah. being yeah. on the list, right? I would think so. There's a guy who did not go far into his career, Mac Jones at number 85. I'm pleased for him. That's a very nice honor for him. Let me say something. Mac Jones at 85, Kirk Cousins at 99 is ridiculous. Mm. Mac Jones is not a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. And by any stretch, any metric, anything, he's been in one year. But I do think it's an interesting barometer, considering the players vote for it, of how they view Kirk Cousins, how they view Mac Jones. I guess Mac Jones is cooler because he did a dance in the Pro Bowl and he's with the Patriots. I get very defensive about Kirk Cousins. He, you want him at 99, fine. He's not 14 slots worse than a guy who's played one year. That's ridiculous. You know what else is ridiculous? The fact that it took his entire career for Justin Tucker to land in the top <laughs> <laughs> I like the that. best guy at his position in history. In history. I mean, this guy is going to be a first ballot pure kicker, Hall of Fame guy once he is done playing. 50 plus yard field goals last year. He went for six for six. He sets the record last year for the 66 yarder in Detroit. He should just get paid. The entire team, the offense operates differently because they have Justin Tucker on I their agree. team. The fact that he wasn't in the top 100 before this is insane. The fact that he's number 94, I'm happy about. I, I think Justin Tucker is a better kicker than Aaron Donald's defensive tackle. I think he's a better kicker than Max at his quarterback. Yeah, I agree. He's a kicker. Yeah, sure. I He's a kicker. You guys all feel I that way, kickers. but all you players, you, you hate kickers. What? Steve Smith says the same thing. He's a kicker. You guys hate kickers. I was just going to say, Kyler is the second highest paid player in all of football and went 57. It says with the players, with the players think of Kyler Murray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 57. Second, the team, it's Rodgers and Kyler as far as money goes right now in the NFL this season. I don't know what if I think he should be top 10 or top 20, but 57 seems a little low on the list for someone who's being paid and compensated that way. I think it's generous. Yeah. 57. There's a lot of really good players. They were 7-0 last year. I know, I know. It really it really just hones in on the fact that what the dollar signs mean compared to what the players sure. think and compete against on the field. All right, now that we know players 100 through 51, how is the rest of the list going to unfold? We're going to find out. Still, good morning football to come. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. starters to rookies to guys just trying to make the roster we saw so much action over the past couple days but in your mind who won preseason week one the Kansas City Chiefs all offseason all we've talked about is the AFC West the Raiders they now have Devontae Adams they're taking off Mr. Unlimited is in Denver now they're going to be the team the Chargers are going to take the next step Justin Herbert well the Chiefs went out there and just looked as dominant as they have the past few seasons the offense gets the ball Patrick Mahomes drives him right down the field scores a touchdown the defense got on the field the Bears three and out had to punt the ball the Bears get the ball back. Darnell Mooney makes a terrific catch. The possession ends with a punt. Taze Sharp makes a great catch. Mm-hmm. The possession ended with a punt. The Chicago Bears didn't score a point in the first half. And I think all the talk around the Chiefs offense without Tyreek Hill, 
Patrick Mahomes is still good. You see him right there tossing it to a Rutgers grab, Michael Burton on the sideline. But this Chiefs team looked as good as we've seen them as they've dominated the division since Andy Reid has been there. So I think there's been a lot of talk, and we watched this team go out there and just look like a well-oiled machine and just play some good football. And that's what you want to see in a preseason. As an offense, you want to get in there, score, go put your hat on, and stand on the sideline. The defense, you want three and outs mm -hmm. and punts. It's a terrible feeling as a defense. The starters come in, drive right down the field, score a Worse, touchdown, right. and oh. you're supposed to be done after one possession. Terrible feeling. Uh, I'm just looking at the, the league this week, and I think the Eagles are going to be good. I like the Eagles mm -hmm. this year a lot. And I don't like the starting quarterbacks playing a ton, like guys like Matt Ryan and Jalen Hurts. But if they do, I, I want them to look sharp. I'm the starter. I'm the guy. Jalen Hurts, ball did not touch the ground. Six for six passing. He also had a crazy thing where he got rocked on the sideline, which I don't love. Nick Sirianni's head almost exploded. He took mm -hmm. a huge hit. But everyone in Philadelphia is freaking out about Cam Jurgens, their lineman, who looks like some sort of uh, Anthony Munoz uh, meets uh, Dermani Dawson. Looks incredible. But in the meantime, quarterback comes in, ding, 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 ding. Get the hell off the field. Keep the jersey clean other than the hit. I like Philly this year, guys. I know the focus is on you-know-who down in Dallas. I still like Philly. Playoff team last year. Hurts looks sharp. I like it. Buy in. I totally buy in. You know who else looks sharp? Trey Lance. Nice you know, I love the line you had in the highlight. The It's not black or white. It's gray because he right. connected with Danny Gray on that 76-yard touchdown. Well, for Trey Lance, he had no option. This weekend, it was going to be black or white. People People were going to buy into the decision that Kyle Shanahan made, or they were not. Well, he made people go all in on the future for him and the 49ers. I mean, he had the wow electric moment of the weekend, and that's what we need from these guys when you literally hinge an entire team's future on your potential. Goes four for five for 92 yards. He had his own seven-yard run. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And good for him to quiet everybody. And I think that's really what we're all answering here is people that we are picking have really quieted the talk about them. Yeah, there are a lot of questions on them. I'm going to go with a team that I think won, and it was from a preseason activity that was in a pregame of their first preseason game. Joe Burrow just running sprints before mm. that Bengals preseason game. I'm not sure if you guys saw. Bengals are playing the Cardinals. And Burrow's out there doing basically suicide runs. And he's doing it, and it's like, because I can. Because he can, but because he's back. And then on Sunday, two days after the game, Burrow was out there doing seven-on-seven seven drills, and he was supposed to take a couple reps. He ended up taking the full reps and going ten reps, and that's what we wanted to see. The appendectomy yes. might yeah. not have meant anything to anybody, but, like, the fact his appendix burst in the beginning of the summer, like, we don't want that. We don't need that. We don't need any setbacks. This is Burrow from yesterday. He looks the part. They were out there. They played against the Cardinals. Of course, he wasn't on the field, but this team isn't going anywhere if Joe Burrow isn't healthy and it looks like he fully is. I think they're the biggest winners that we know for sure that the defending AFC champions have their quarterback. He's healthy. He's in place and all his weapons mm. are Actually, we, we've talked about them for the last six months since the last play of the Super Bowl and you've always been very bullish on they didn't lose anybody and they're going to How are you feeling right now about the 2022 Bengals? Good. Yeah? Honestly, CJ Uzama leaves the team mm -hmm. and they've had a few players on defense leave the team but they had a very big need, offensive line, and they addressed it with three different free agents mm. and drafted someone. The Jesse Bates situation aside, the Bengals have been hitting home runs all offseason, and now it's just, just finish the job. Like, you've done it, the players are there, you know what you have to do, and the target is now on them as opposed to them being the hunters. Another preseason game, Carolina Panthers and the Washington Commanders. There goes Baker Mayfield. Welcome to the club. Panthers go on to win the game. Let's get to the sound, see what Matt Rule is talking about. No, that was that was for today. That was just for today. So we'll go back and look at this tape. And uh, obviously Sam got us in the end zone. Baker led us down the field. So it uh, looked like both guys, you know, played well in terms of production. We'll go back and look and see where they are. But that was just uh, for today. 
So the quarterback battle in Carolina is is still going on. So do we believe Sam Darnold still has a chance to be named the Panthers starter? It feels like when Matt Rule continuously answers this question, he is like trying to create it as more yeah, of a question sure. than it actually is. Sure. Like he's trying to drum it up. So yeah, what do you think? I, I think it's out of respect for Sam Darnold, I guess. Like you yeah. don't want to just say, hey, Baker's our guy. You said all along, hey, it's going to be a quarterback competition between Baker, between Sam. They both look good, blah, 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 blah. But I think it's Baker's job to lose. That's what it seems like it always has been. They have joint practices coming up mm-hmm. uh, with the Patriots. Sam Darnold hasn't fared well early on in his career against the Patriots. I don't see him making a big jump in those mm-hmm. joint practices in this upcoming preseason game. So I do think it's Baker Mayfield. Sam Darnold, I'm sure, is a great person. We just haven't seen it at the quarterback position. I from. think we want quarterback battles in camp because we grew up with that. Totally. Like, we totally. grew up with that where it'd be like, hey, it's going to either be Elvis Gerback or, or Rich Gannon roll the ball and play. You know, it's going to be... Rob st- Johnson or Doug Flutie. Rob, Rob Johnson, Doug Flutie. Even yeah. in recent years when you've got these rookies, it's going to be Tom Savage or Deshaun Watson, may the best man win, or even Matt Flynn or Russell Wilson. Like, you can't just make them happen, though. And when Baker gets the rock to start the game and he just arrived and he's the one leading the team out of the tunnel, it's hard for us to say, but wait, Sam has this big thing. Like, you can't just make it happen. Sometimes you know. And outside of Seattle and maybe this Carolina situation, maybe Pittsburgh now, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, I think this one is Baker's to lose already. And it only took a few weeks for that to happen, which tells you all you need to know. Honestly, they're, they're, they're doing an interesting job, like you pointed out, Jamie, of talking about it. And- yeah. I think when you make the move for Baker, I think it's a wrap. Yeah. I don't think you're bringing in Baker to be to stabilize your quarterback room and have a backup. I think it's a wrap. I think that they're going through this out of respect for Sam and trying to see him. But he was two for three for 16 yards. Like If he comes out and lights it up and we're like, oh, my God, Darnold all of a sudden has a fire under him, then maybe. But I think it's Baker's job. I think it's a matter of time before they announce it. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, Sam Darnold is fighting for his own reputation, you know, within sure. the team, within mm-hmm. the league, making a case for himself and his future. But how it pertains to this team, Really, I think he's just telling us how long the Baker Mayfield experiment needs to be. You know, if he continues to kind of come out and be nondescript, I I feel like he's playing his way to solidify a backup role. If he came out and lit up the joint, that would be different. We would, if if Baker Mayfield, after a couple weeks in the regular season, you're like, I'm not sure because Sam Darnold was excellent in the preseason. That would be different. But at this point, it almost feels like they are playing into what we expected the situation to play out with in terms of trading for Baker, financially, everything. But at this point, for Sam Darnold, it's a pride factor. One of you guys said this a couple weeks ago. Like, what are you playing for? Like, where's your fire? And, mm-hmm. like, play for your name, man. Like, play for the what the kind of quarterback you want to be in the league and how you want to be considered. That sounds like you, Peter. Yeah, it was me. And I, and I say that because also his contract situation makes him really hard to trade. He's about to make $18 million, I think, this year. And it's like... Gosh, there's not going to be a long line of teams. There's already been a couple teams that have traded for, or at least one team has traded Mm -hmm. for him. I'm curious about the future of Sam Darnold. Yeah. You're right. And I thought this was going to be a better fight than it is. But even Odell Beckham was was tweeting this weekend, like, Baker Mayfield in blue. And I'm like, is that uh, – he, he, I don't know. He tweeted. About? He had a photo. So, like, <laughs> people were watching. And I think Baker, it's his job to lose. Yeah. Um, see you tomorrow. Right. See you Tuesday. Tuesday, Hard Knocks Day. It's a cool. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring – your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.